0: With you don't know how you're supposed to earn it, or what to do with it, or how to keep it. You're a freak with a dark, shameful secret, but you're not the only one. Get your hidden financial fears with a blast of sun. Now your healing has begun. It's back With Money with... Gabe S. Done. Hello, and welcome to Bad With Money Mailbag episode. This is a show about finances and feelings where we don't talk down to you. I'm Gabe S. Dunn. I'm your host. Last week, I said that Beans wasn't here. My dog is here now. If you are watching this on the Patreon, you can see him. Normally, he's on my lap, but last week he wasn't. And I had to apologize to the patrons for that, for that sad inability to see my cute little chihuahua's face. So he's here this week. If you join Patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn, you'll be able to see him and me. Hey, guys, what's up? The episodes are all available ad-free. Our Tuesday episodes and our Friday episodes are all available ad-free on Patreon, Patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn. It really would mean a lot to me if you join the Patreon. We want to keep this show free. As you guys know, my other show, Just Between Us, we went behind a paywall because for for our Wednesday episodes or a part of our Wednesday episodes, honestly, you can still get the interviews on the feed. There's really a lot more on the feed than there is on the Patreon, but it meant a lot to us that you guys joined that, and also it keeps the show going. Right for bad with money because it is a show about finances. I do want to keep it free on the feed. The way that I'm able to do that is if you join the Patreon, it helps subsidize the other people who need to listen for free. If that makes sense. Meanwhile, you get the videos, you get my beautiful face, hi, hello, and you get to see my dog. And you also get everything ad free. What more could you want, baby? What more could you want? Today we're gonna hear from you guys from the Discord and the email address, which is Gabe is at gmail dot com. If you want to write in, you can write in there. You can also leave a voice memo uh, to Gabe is bad at gmail dot com. We play your voice memos. You can also comment on the Patreon. Anyway, okay. This might be a short one, guys. I'm sorry about that. We're doing two in a row, as we usually do. But yeah, a lot's been going on for me. So this is a little, we'll we'll get into a little bit here. For example, this email from Cappy. The subject line is sending strength. Hello, Gabe. Fellow autistic trans guy here. I recently discovered your show and really enjoy it. Thanks for being so open about your financial struggles and gay divorce. I wanted to reach out in solidarity to say that I believe in you. Oh my God, that's so sweet. Ooh, sometimes it's really hard to do this show emotionally. Okay, anyway, back to Cappy. And for what it's worth, I'm in camp, let it go. At least from a financial perspective. You really can't put a price on peace of mind. And sometimes the stress of fighting for what is right just isn't worth it. Plus, the sooner the chapter is over, the sooner you can start writing the next one. Smiley face. For the sake of commiseration, I wanted to share some about my pandemic divorce. I'm grateful to be recovering financially now, though it will still take a really long time to get back out of the hole I found myself in. In February 2017, I had 20K in savings, and my only debt was a mortgage, for which I'd made a 40K down payment. I got married in 2018. After a lot of abuse, I initiated a divorce in February 2020. When it was finalized 10 months later, I had 55K in debt, no home, and no savings. I was also couch surfing between friends during the proceedings because I didn't feel safe at home and had to keep paying for my old mortgage and other bills like I had been prior to filing. My ex kept dragging things out, so I rolled over on basically every issue just so I could afford to get a stable roof over my head. Thanks for all you do, and I hope you're able to find peace and confidence going forward, Cappy. Thank you so much, Cappy. Yeah, if you're new here, it's a little bit of a bleak time. I'm going through a breakup where we owned a home together. Personal finances, I mean, I could give a slight update. I'm on Ebt still. Ebt is great actually i'm I'm really appreciative for it. It's been really, really helpful. It's kind of been a game changer in order to be able to get my groceries. It's been invaluable. I'm very, very lucky. I got denied for unemployment because if you're on strike, they don't get there's not like a unemployment benefits for striking, which I think our governor was supposed to sign into law, he didn't. So that got denied. So that was a bummer. And I borrowed some money from friends, which sucks, but it's very kind of them to do. It's a little bit weird to do because it's people my own age, but I'm just grateful that they've, they've allowed that. So I do owe them money. I got approved for a loan from the WGA. So I have a loan from the WGA, which I have to pay back in three months. I have a loan from a friend, which I have to pay back at some point. But in the meantime, I was able to use that to contribute to my IRA. So that benefited me tax wise. So I actually am in an okay position with taxes, which thank God I was able to do that. So I weighed the benefits of like borrowing the money interest free versus not being able to contribute to my IRA this year, which would then create more taxes. So I weighed that situation and decided that the tax, I needed to keep the tax benefits. So there's all these other things going on, including like continuing to pay a retainer for the lawyer, seeing how much money I'm going to get back from this settlement, which will probably be less than I want. I'll keep you guys updated. Or if some episodes come down and I don't keep you updated, I'll be able to a little bit tell you why, but I think you guys could guess. It has to do with the NDA. If this is your first episode of this show, this is this is all probably going to sound truly wild. So I would encourage you to maybe go back. I would encourage you to listen to the episode with Leslie Tain. If it's still up, the episode Truth About My Finances, the episode Response to Truth About My Finances, and the episode Financial Abuse with Kim Scholar. Schooler. But if those episodes have been taken down, You'll know why. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Teams buried in manual work. Taking forever to close the books. Getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, you should know these numbers. 37,025,1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth, manage risk, get reliable forecasts and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. If you have all the information about your business in one place, you can make way better decisions. And this is an unprecedented offer, meaning this is totally worth your time. As someone who runs a business, having all of this together in order to close my books, that would be invaluable. It's a time saver. It's literally the biggest time saver. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist, designed to give you consistently excellent performance, absolutely free, at netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. That's netsuite.com slash badwithmoney to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because when I'm looking to work with someone, I really need to be able to get someone fast. My job works very fast, podcasts work very fast, and I've actually been looking for an assistant and I don't need to waste time sorting through matches without getting the highest quality person, right? When I'm looking to hire someone, whether that's a grant writer or a musician or something like that, it's very overwhelming because you get a lot of messages, but you're not able to like parse through yourself Just go to indeed.com slash badwithmoney right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash badwithmoney terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Have you been using Mint to manage your finances? First, the bad news. Mint is shutting down. Now good news. There's a better alternative. Monarch money. Mint users are turning to Monarch money and loving it. That's right. I use Mint and now I'm using Monarch money. It is very stressful, confusing, and time-consuming to manage my finances. I've tried other finance apps, they don't really work. Like, you know, I was very committed to Mint and then I was uh, deeply sad when Mint went away. But now I have tried Monarch. It's so easy to use with powerful features, collaboration tools, intuitive design, personalization, constant product improvements. I mean, I really value a company that is proactively looking at how to make finances easier. Did you know that money issues are a leading cause of divorce? Monarch, the top-rated personal finance app, also has built-in collaboration features so that you can invite your partner at no extra cost. Can you imagine being able to have a budget app with your partner? That is wild. You can see all your finances, you can collaborate on your budget, you can get insights on your cash flow and recurring transactions. It's a very easy way to manage a household's finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to set up, customize, and use. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all your tags and categories. Monarch is the most customizable budget app. Change the layout of your dashboard, toggle between light and dark mode, create custom budgets and notifications, set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications and more. We will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com badmoney. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y. Slash bad money for your extended 30-day free trial. This is a comment from Idle Hand on the Discord. Currently listening to the ADHD episode. By the way, great episode with Elise Fulmore. ADHD episode. You gotta get into it. It was so good. Currently listening to the ADHD episode. I put it off because I was afraid of feeling called out. LOL but can confirm I absolutely do not think of money as real. My partner and I bought a house together and the day we closed, we looked at each other in disbelief, partly because it took so much time and bullshit to get to that point, but partly because it felt free. Like, wow, they gave us this house and the only thing they asked for was the numbers on our bank account to be lower? Wild. That's extremely funny. And then amazing listener Marianne Diamond wrote, a remark from an economist. Economists also don't call money or monetary valuations real. We call them nominal. Because one of the principal things that define money is that it has little or no intrinsic value. It is not good to eat or live on or watch or with rare exceptions wear. It's a reasonably durable, reasonably widely accepted trade token. Trade token. I love that. Wow. Yeah, that really makes you, if you think of it as a trade token, that actually helps me a little bit with how I feel terrible about my monetary situation right now. So as always, thanks, Marianne. If you want to hear more about ADHD, really go listen to that at least four more episodes. She's incredible. Okay, this is a Discord message from Julie. I just listened to the episode about Canada with Jessica Morehouse, and I wanted to share a correction. There actually is a version of loan forgiveness here. It's just not called that and has specific conditions. It only applies to government loans and is dependent on your current income. And there are other rules, like not living in another country. The program is called the Repayment Assistance Plan, RAP and you can either qualify for lower payments or no payments. You have to reapply every six months, and you can keep using the program if you qualify financially. Eventually, the program will start paying off your loan for you until it's fully paid off, which they say will be max 15 years after you finish studying. I've qualified for this program for many years, and I'm on track for my loans to be fully paid off by 2028. Even if I start earning more and no longer qualify, they have already paid off a huge portion of my student debt. A big downside with this program is that once you get to the second stage, you can't take out any new government loans until the old one is fully paid off, either by them or you. I personally was okay with this as I'm not planning on getting any more degrees. Also note, I'm in Ontario. I don't know if this program is different in different provinces. Interesting. That is very interesting. Well, thank you for writing that in. That's very good to know. Also, the episode with Jessica Morehouse is amazing. If you want to know everything about Canada, go listen to that. We also have an incredible episode about the UK with Mr. Money Jar and an incredible episode about Australia with Queenie Tan. So we're really circling the globe, baby. If you're a financial expert from a different country, let me know. I want to have you on. Okay, this is a a really awesome comment on the Discord from Kayla that says, I was just approved for a debt consolidation loan at 11.99% APR, so I can say goodbye to my credit cards, which are like 25 to 29%. Bunch of emojis. I was struggling big time, people, but now I'll have one fixed payment for four years and the debt will be gone. Gone. Hell yeah, Kayla. And then I was so cute seeing everyone celebrate you in the Discord. It was like really, really adorable. So if you join the Discord, that's the sort of, woo-hoo, rah-rah attitude that we bring to the Discord. So congratulations. I think that's really great. I'm glad you're so happy. And I look forward to hearing more about that in the future. If you want to join the Patreon, here's a welcome to our new patrons. Emily, Catherine, Jaina, Jay, Nicholas, Moira, Brittany, and Bailey. Thank you so much. Love to you guys. Here is a message from KT that explains why they joined the Patreon. Finally, recovered my login to join Patreon because of this episode. And this is about my The Truth About My Finances episode. Day one, listener, always get a lot out of your episodes, but never had the spoons to wade through an account reset till it was clear it was time for folks to step up and give you some support. I know that was a lot to share, and I wish you the best of luck as you navigate these next few months. Thank you, KT. Spoons is a, a thing in the disability community, which means how much energy do you have to spare? if you don't have the spoons for something regarding this podcast, don't do it. I don't want your spoons. But if you do and you and you do have the ability to want to join this Patreon and give a little bit of money, which spoons count money, counts as spoons, but also the energy to sit down and join, which takes very little time. But I do understand adding anything to your to do list can be harrowing for the neurodivergent among us, including myself. So don't worry about it. But keep it maybe keep it on your the back of your mind and if you have a moment where you feel able to join the patreon Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like Managing finances with a partner without causing a breakup. We all know about that in my life and how hard that's been for me and also my listeners. You guys hear them talking about it on the mailbags. It is hard to manage finances with a partner. Putting away money for retirement since I'm not going to be doing this podcast forever. Sorry, I guess I could, but retirement is huge for me. I am deeply focused on it right now and planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year. Taxes are a doozy and it's always changing. How do you know what to do? Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Here is an email from Kent. Dear Gabe, long time, second time. I apologize for a very long email. Please edit as you'd like if you're sharing on the show. I'm writing to share my experience keeping my finances separate from my long-term partner to share that while this is a cultural norm for many, there are other benefits beyond what have been discussed on the show already. As a white, cis, hetero woman, the cultural expectation I grew up with around money was that I would combine my money with whoever I decided to combine my life with for better or worse. I did this in my first serious romantic relationship in my early 20s, and it ended up being a disaster for a multitude of reasons, not including what I now realize was financial abuse Being told by my partner what I could spend money on when I was the only one working at that time while my partner bought what he wanted without giving our shared responsibilities or myself a second thought. I even remember talking to my mom about some of this and her reaction being pretty much like, well, that's what it means to share a household sometimes. Not long after this terrible interlude ended, I met my now long-term partner of 15 years. While we share the financial responsibilities of life together, our checking accounts have never mingled. Essentially... We handle this by zelling money back and forth for things like rent and groceries and have divided up the smaller bills like streaming services and cell phones. What's even better is that we've never fought about money, even though up until recently, we were in very different financial positions than the other. For the first few years, my partner made a lot more money than me and had many fewer obligations than I did, which meant that every time we wanted to do something big together, we had to talk about it to make sure it was feasible for the other person. Over the course of our relationship, This balance has shifted from both of us making about the same amount to me making more, but we always follow this practice. The second biggest advantage of keeping separate finances has been for me and repaying student loans. My partner never attended college and therefore has no student debt. I, on the other hand, have been borrowing for my BA and a master's degree. By keeping our finances separate and filing our taxes as married filing separately, I have been able to secure a much lower monthly payment than if we shared finances and filed our taxes together. As someone who has made their career in the nonprofit sector, this is extremely beneficial in the context of public service loan forgiveness and other student loan forgiveness under income driven repayment plans. As someone who has spent their career in nonprofits, I hope to someday fulfill the requirements of PSLF soon. But even if I don't, given the ongoing problems of that program, being on this lower monthly payment under IDR means that failing, I'll be in a position to have my student loans forgiven after the requisite number of years under this payment option. In the end, a windfall like this means way more to me and my partner than having both our names on an account, and it's something I wish more people knew about, which is why I wrote in. Best regards, Kent. Thank you so much, Kent. I really appreciate that. I love when you guys influence each other, and I love when you guys share with each other, which is why the Discord is so great, which is why comments on the Patreon is so great. There's also a thing on the Patreon where you can chat with each other called the lounge or the chat or something. I'm in there sometimes. I'm also in the Discord with you guys. So thank you so much for writing that in. I will never mix my finances with anyone ever again. But honestly, you guys could try to hold me to that. And then in the future, maybe I will. And you guys will all be like, didn't you say you wouldn't? And I'll be like, shut up. This podcast is not for you to call me out. This podcast is for me to say what I want in the moment. And I do hope my folly continues to inspire you all. This is in response to... I think our Kim Schooler financial abuse episode where this person wrote on the discord jaw on the floor in response to the ex telling them to take the podcast down. I'm not going to say any more about that, but if some episodes disappear, get them while they're hot people get them while they're hot. If you want to write into the show, you can do so at Gabe is bad with money at gmail.com. You can also leave a voice memo there. Please follow us at BWM pod on Instagram and at Gabe is done on Instagram. I really, really need you guys to follow both of us on Instagram. It would mean a lot, the show and me. It helps the show get seen. Please, please, please follow us. I know sometimes you you listen to a show, but you don't follow them on Instagram. It would mean a lot if you did. It would also mean a lot if you joined me on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn. If you can't afford to do that, the Instagram follow means a lot. I think that's everything. The Discord will be in the link in the description of this episode. I love you guys. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bad with Money with Gabe Shane Dunn is a production of Noted Bisexual. Produced by Melissa D. Monts and Diamond M. Print Productions. Edited by Diane King. Post-production sound by Coco Lorenz. And music by Mike Kaplan, Zach Sherwin, and Jack Dolgen as sung by Sam Barbera. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.